He sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Praise the Lord and welcome to the question and answer segment of this program. I realize during my conferences and even after that we all come and we have questions, we have dilemmas, and we have issues. Everybody has issues, no matter who you are. The woman with the issue of blood was not the only woman with issues. Hers was an issue of blood, but we have issues in all our lives. And I am no wise sage or any super woman, but I know by experience, for the Bible says, I have learned by experience, you know. So I know ex by experience that the Bible has the answer, that the Bible is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path in a very dark and dreary world. And it is the counsel of God that by his grace I seek to bring to the people of God. I have no wisdom of my own, but only the wisdom that comes from above and the wisdom that comes from the word of God. Therefore, let us just relax, trust in the Holy Spirit to bring us answers, trust in the Holy Spirit to be a wonderful counselor in this segment, and trust God to bring us answers. Beloved, I am not the answer. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Pouvons-nous prier? Father, thank you for this time. Père, merci pour ce moment. 
Your word says the entrance of your word brings light. Grant us understanding and wisdom. Lead us by your spirit. Let the counsel of God prevail. Que le conseil de Dieu prévale. In Jesus name. Au nom de Jésus. Amen. Amen. All right. Lady Reverend, how can I manage my homework and ministry? I believe I have a ministry in me, but the pressure of the world is hindering me. Lady Reverend, comment est-ce que je peux gérer ma maison et mon ministère? Je crois que j'ai un ministère à moi, mais la pression du monde m'oppresse. Well, what you are asking is a very practical question and a very real situation. Ce que je demande est une question très pratique, une situation très réelle. I think that one of the things is time management. Je pense que l'une des choses c'est la gestion du temps. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, I believe, that there's a time for everything. Many times we say we don't have time, but when you look into your life, you will see that there are some time wasters. You may see that you watch too much television or too many Nigerian movies. Or you stay too long unnecessarily on the phone. Ou tu restes trop longtemps de manière inutile au téléphone. Or you sleep too much. Ou tu dors beaucoup. So some of these things are time wasters and they have to be eliminated. Certaines choses sont des pertes de temps et tu dois être et tu dois les éliminer. I think it also helps to have a personal timetable. Je pense que ça aide aussi d'avoir un emploi de temps personnel. That in the morning I wake up at this time, I'll do this, I'll do that. It gives you a framework to work with. Que le matin je me réveille à telle heure, je fais ceci, je fais cela. Ça te donne une, une feuille de champ avec Even la route pour travailler. Even if it is not always perfect, it gives you some form of um, how do you call it structure. Même si ce n'est pas parfait, ça te donne une sorte de structure. And then also, you must get help if you can get help. Et aussi, tu dois demander de l'aide si tu peux en avoir. The virtuous woman, the woman who was hard to get, she had maidens in her house. La femme vertueuse a des ménagères, des aides dans sa maison. When Esther was going to the palace, she was given seven maidens to go to the palace with her. Quand Esther allait au palais, on lui a donné sept aides pour aller au palais avec elle. When Rebecca was going to get married, she was given Deborah a nurse to go with her. Quand Rebecca allait se marier, on lui a donné Deborah, une infirmière, pour aller avec But elle. You don't hand over all your work to Deborah. Mais tu ne donnes pas tout ton travail à Deborah. You have to divide it properly. Tu dois le diviser proprement. And if it's just the two of you, si c'est seulement vous deux, maybe you can beseech your husband to help you sometimes. Tu peux supplier ton mari de t'aider par moment. But I have found that at least with African men, it hardly works. And it's always better to have my own plan and my own life. If, if later they want to help, fine, then it's an added bonus. But not that my whole life depends on them. It's not going to work. Il est toujours mieux d'avoir un plan B. S'il aide, tant mieux. C'est un bonus, mais s'il ne peut pas aider, il vaut mieux se contenter de soi-même. And I believe that with that, you'll be able to have a balanced life. Et je pense qu'avec ça, on aura une vie équilibrée. Sometimes I think you don't have to wait for a perfect time to do everything. Like I was saying, when I was breastfeeding, I was also praying. 
Because I used to sit down for a long time to breastfeed. Sometimes you, the mother, you even fall asleep. But at least by the time you are getting up, you've also had a prayer time. One of the things I also used to do is to put the baby by me and breastfeed lying down. Some of you, you sleep like you are playing karate. So it may not be advisable. But my husband always says to me, hey, so when you sleep in a place, you sleep there. Eh? When you wake up, the place looks the same. I didn't even know that. So everybody is different. But I think that that's one of the most practical ways to get sleep and yet feed the baby at the same time. Some of you have mothers who are willing to help you. Also, yeah, so I think that delegation where it is possible and where it is practical and where it is um, advisable is fine. Je pense qu'il faut déléguer and là then having a program for your life. Sometimes you go and sit somewhere and you overchat and then Amen. It's a Kayu woman, an ideal woman. I think a Kayu woman is a woman graced by God. Everybody has a left leg and a right leg. But not everybody is prepared for God to work on them. Mais tout le monde n'a pas été préparé par Dieu pour travailler. And I think that makes the difference. Et je pense que ça fait la différence. Amen. How do you cope with a man as your husband who has children before he married you? Didn't you know before? Comment tu gères ton mari qui a eu les enfants et tu les pousses? Tu ne savais pas ça avant? No, it's an honest question. Before you marry, avant que tu ne te maries, you should know what you are getting into. He must have told you that he had children. And in this church, in our marriage manual, we have the step home. Where we teach you how to manage in the step home. But we tell you, you must know ahead of time. So I think that before we marry, we feel that all things are possible. After we marry, we say, if not for the grace of God. So things are the way they are. You know they are the way they are, but you feel that you are able. But you must, you see, we have it in the model marriage, so I may not talk much about it, but we say that before you marry, Sit down with your prospective spouse and ask how you are going to manage the situation. Are the children going to live with you or the child? Or is the child going to live with the other parent? If the child is going to live with the other parent, how is the communication going to be? How are fees going to be paid? Is it going to be paid through a bank account or she's always going to come to your office to meet you, especially on the days you have quarreled with your new wife? And... If you are going to support that child, is that child going to come on holidays? For how long? Or is that child now coming to live with you? Under what conditions? Will the mother always be phoning your house that 
my child has a temperature, my child has, is sick, let's meet, let's go, let's... Are you going to allow that? What are the parameters? You have to look at all that before uh, you say I do. In the case of species, you have to try to see the measures to hold. Jesus said there's no man who, when he's going to do something, does not sit down and count the cost. There's nothing like that. Even to follow Christ, he says count the cost. So you have to count the cost. And also ask yourself, do I have the grace or will I receive the grace to be a stepmother? Some of you, you are stepchildren, but your wickedness will even be more than the, the stepmother you had. I've seen it happen before. So, well, now that you are in already, obviously you didn't think about how to cope. I have written a whole chapter in the marriage manual on that, how you should cope. If he has children before he married you, do they live with you? Are they going to live with you? What are the financial arrangements? You should talk about when the children do wrong and you correct them. You should not, in your presence, tell the children, oh, don't do what she's saying, or, or even tell them behind their backs, oh, I'll give you money later. I've, I've done counseling like that. Where the man tells the, the child, you keep quiet. When she's gone, I'll give you money. And also know that some of the things that happen are normal in marriage. It's not because you are in a step home. Sometimes fathers can plot things and not tell mothers. And mothers can plot things and not tell fathers. And it's not always because you are in a step home. Often when children ask for something, women have more questions. What do you need it for? Why are you? And the men say, oh, give it to her. Why? There's plenty of questions. It's not step home. That's how it is. Parfois, quand l'enfant veut quelque chose, la maman pose beaucoup de questions. Le mari dit non, tu ne dois pas poser trop de questions. C'est pas le fait que ce soit une maison adoptive, c'est comme ça que c'est. And then you say, what can you do to have a cordial relationship with the children without jealousy and bitterness? Avec l'enfant, la relation doit être sans jalousie et amertume. Work in divine love. Travaille dans l'amour divin. Don't do things because they will re replace it, because they will see, because they will be grateful. Ne fais pas les choses parce qu'on va voir et être reconnaissant. The Bible says, work in love. Et il lui dit. The Bible says love never fails. At the end of the day, God will make sure that you win. So I think that to overcome bitterness, jealousy, just walk in love. How do you walk in love? Love your neighbor as yourself. What you would like if it were you. Do it. And do it as unto the Lord. I come from a step home because my father lost his first wife. And married my mother. And we are 13 in all. And we are 13 total. And when Proverbs says that the children rise and call her blessed, my mother is a classic case. My mother is a classic case. Now, four years ago, my dad is dead. My siblings don't need to come to her because they have different mothers. They don't need to. Mes frères n'ont pas besoin d'aller la voir. But they come to her more than anywhere else. Mais ils viennent la voir plus que personne d'autre. And to them, that is their home. Et aujourd'hui, c'est leur maison. Because they are now grown, and they know what she sold. And some of them even say, oh, we're very mean, but you continue to love us. God bless you. Parce que maintenant, ils sont partis, et ils voient ce qu'ils ont s'aimé. And I think that through that, God has blessed my mother greatly. Et c'est pour ça que Dieu a béni grandement ma mère. Some older people in the Kodesh, they say to me, how can your mother have five children and four are pastors? And out of the five, 
Three are lawyers and two are architects, and then they are pastors also. Ah, how can your mother have children like that? And I say to them, it didn't start like that. I was the first to be born again in my house. Prophet Kakra was nowhere near the kingdom. He's my youngest brother. But I believe that my mother's sowing of her life, her love, her so that also taught me to have a large heart and to love many more people. It's so easy and so natural because my father's relatives, my wife, she would look after you. And well, she will look after you well. So I believe that God blesses you through all those things. So you just be walk in love. God will take care of the rest. Amen. But know what you are getting into or you are into. Reverend, what would you do if you are a pastor and you are not encouraged by the people to go on with the work? Don't look for your encouragement from the people. In the book of Samuel, David went to fight with some people. When he came back, their wives, their children had been taken, the villages had been burnt. And the very people he was working with or he was leading, they thought of stoning him because they were sad. And the Bible says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Many times, there's no one to encourage me. If I have a problem, who will tell me? Who will give me like good judgment? Okay, presiding bishop, so you see, you shouldn't do that to sister. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. Amen. Amen. So I think that if you are discouraged, don't look at the people. When you look at the people, you will never serve God. You will always be moved by the people. So as I'm preaching, are they happy? So I'm, it's not they who put you there. It's God who sent you. So let God encourage you and energize you and other brothers who believe in your vision or sisters. Amen. Amen. If you go by church members, you will not be in the ministry at a point. What if you believe you have a ministry in you, but your husband doesn't take it seriously and at times stops you? What can you do? Report him to his senior pastor. It is something that happens. This year we were in Korea. Dr. Yonggi Cho is the pastor of the largest church in the world. God has used him mightily. On the first day we had a board member's dinner because Bishop is a board member. And he was advising, he was advising pastors. And he said, pastors, when I was younger, he's now 78. Uh, my wife
wife was more educated than me. Ma femme avait été plus avancée en matière d'études que moi. My wife has a PhD in music. Elle a eu un doctorat en musique. And instead of encouraging her in even the ministry, I fought her. The largest church in the world, the pastor. Dans le ministère, moi je l'ai combattu. Because something told me that. Parce que quelque chose m'a dit que because she has a PhD in music, she feels that she's better educated than you. Elle croit qu'elle est plus éduquée que toi. He said, "Pastors, I am so sorry that I did that." Elle dit, pasteur, j'étais J'ai été très déçu now when I look fait. back, it was my own inferiority complex. Mais quand j'ai regardé, c'était mon complexe d'infériorité. And I'm advising you at 78, encourage your wives, don't fight them, because at the end of your age, they will be there to help you. Et je vous conseille aujourd'hui à 78 ans, encouragez vos femmes. I thought to myself, how? Huh? And he said it was inferiority complex. He used that expression. Je me suis demandé, c'est quoi le complexe d'infériorité? How can the pastor of the largest church in the world have inferiority complex? Where his wife is concerned. How? The wife is not the pastor of anything large like that. But it is something that happens. So the brothers. Some people are praying that their wives will be interested in the ministry they are doing. So if God is bringing you a laborer. Please. Allow. And when you stand before God. He will say. Why did you bury somebody's talent? Just because I gave her to you as a wife. The Bible says, husband, love your wives as Christ loved the church. When Christ loves us, he releases us. He gives us giftings and he releases us. Amen. And I will say to the wife also, behave properly so that they will not have any excuse that because you don't behave well. That is why. There are church members who do worse, but they are allowed to minister in the church. But I think that your wife is not in competition with you. Your wife is a helper. She's helping you build. And she has never gone to tell the people, I'm in competition. As I'm standing here, I feel that it is a male thing. You are the ones who feel ambition, drive. At least me, I don't have any such thing. Everything I do, I've been asked to do. I have nothing that I start as, yeah, you know, I'm going for it. And I'm, no, at all. There's nothing like that. So as you obey, and he said that, he used to, instead of sometimes funding his wife's ministry, he would fight it. But now in his old age, so he got up in one of the meetings, and then he went to give his wife money in all our view, so that we would see that he has changed. Dr. Cho. Parfois, il va donner l'argent à sa femme, au vieux aussi de tous, pour qu'on voit qu'il a changé. He said, she's my greatest asset now. Il dit, I wish I had known that earlier. Je pense que you are older, you're 79, he's telling you, so change now. 79, il te dit, alors change maintenant. Amen. And ladies, Et femmes, men are like God. They like to inhabit the praises of their people. Ils aiment euh, habiter dans la louange de leur peuple. The Bible says, as refining pot to silver, as a pot that refines silver, so is a man to his praise. So let him know that you are so happy that he has given you a patch in God's vineyard to cultivate. Let him know he's a powerful man of God. And when he comes home, sing, you deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we live. When my husband says, I say, 
Yes, my Lord. And when I come, I say, ah. So what do you want? If you are saying my Lord properly, why are you laughing? Et il me répond, si tu dis vraiment mon Seigneur, pourquoi tu ris? They just love it. Il aime ça. Become the president of your husband's fan club. Deviens la présidente du fan club de ton mari. Life president. Grande présidente. Don't just point out what is wrong. Ne pointe pas seulement ce qui est mauvais. Look for things that are good and praise him about it. Regarde les choses qui sont bien et loue-le par rapport à ça. Not long ago, I heard a man, Jimmy Evans, he preaches on marriage. And he was saying that when he got married, he thought that when he comes home, you know, the lights will go on, the whistles will blow, the brass band will sing. But now when he comes home, his wife is so busy with her children, homework. I don't know why they don't understand, but that's an aside. Anyway. <laughs> so when he comes, his wife just says, Oh, hi, you are home. And it really disappoints him because... He felt that there would be celebration at his presence. He didn't know that it would just be ordinary. I was very surprised. I said, ah, it's a man saying. Then a week after, I heard my husband preaching. And he was telling the brothers, brothers, eh, you think that when you come home, there will be brass band and whistles and it looks. Sometimes they don't even know that you have come. So I said, hey, that thing is a serious thing. So now I decided when he comes home, I will stop everything I'm doing. Whether I'm helping Paula with her homework, whether I said, it's not rational, that's how it is. So that's, oh, hi, you're home. That's nice. What? Hey. Look, I, there's a verse in the Bible I don't like, but I think it is true. Man was not made for woman, but woman for man. It's just about them. So, ladies, please. Ladies, please. What's the secret behind stable membership or stable church members? Teach them about stability because many people do things out of ignorance. So teach the things that will make people uh, stable. And then also as a church, we are a working church. Give people things to do. Because when you are not doing anything, you find things to do that are not, and that bring division. So release them into things to do. And then cultivate a spirit of love and family in the When you have done your part, the Holy Ghost will do the rest. But Bishop has preached so many things on that, so you should get the messages and listen to them and do them. Que faire? J'ai des enfants avec un homme qui vit dans un autre pays. Est-ce qu'il est Ghanéen? Et il dit ne pas avoir les intentions de m'épouser. Devrais-je me lancer avec quelqu'un d'autre? Tu es sûr qu'il n'y a pas quelqu'un d'autre déjà? Quelqu'un d'autre qui veut m'épouser ou espérer que cet homme change de pensée? I hope that that man will change his mind. You never got married to him. You just have children with him. 
Is pas that marié, it? Tu as seulement les enfants avec lui, n'est-ce pas? Eh, so you are not married. Alors tu n'es pas marié. So tell him that you are not married. Then you can live your life. Because you are not married. You say you have children with him. You are not married, but he's changing his mind about marrying you. I don't know. So what are you asking? You are hoping that he will change his mind. Hey, as he has gone, he doesn't mind you. And hey, see the signs. The Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So pray about it. And ask God to lead you. And you see that things will start to unfold. And you can make But if you yourself too, on this side of the globe, you are being happy on your own, then I don't have any advice. Continue to do whatever you want to do. I would like to know how you felt when your husband was rejected by most prominent men of God who thought he was not called. I don't think I understood it all. They rejected him, but I thought that that's life. You just live your life. But it is when they rejected him to the point of coming to take our worship leader away to their church and Things like that. That hurts. And I just used to wish that. I used to wish I knew a lady who would do women's meetings and tell me about ministry and life and what to do. And I always saw a vision of myself with my little carry-on case going to some older woman's house to spend the weekend and she would make hot chocolate for me and sit down and talk to me. You know, my dear, that's how ministry is. So you have to do this. I had that vision, but it still hasn't happened. One day I was praying about it. Not one day. I used to pray about it. The one day God said to me, become that for other women. And that led me on the road of called by his side. A ministry for Ladies in ministry and pastors' wives. It was out of my own need. And I tried to read a lot of books and listen to a lot of messages of pastors' wives who were older, not in Ghana. And that helped me greatly. Because I saw that there's no Ghanaian problem. The problems are universal. And that helped me. I think also I prayed a lot. And I also didn't want my husband to see that I was sad. Because I felt that he was already discouraged. So if I also come and I join him, we are crying. Also, it won't work. So I said, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. You'll be fine. You'll be... And what I have found that works is the word of God. The Bible says he sent forth his word to heal us. So instead of speaking my ideas, I will speak the word of God that, you know, Jesus came. He came to his own. His own received him not. It's part of rejection. But God gave power to those who received him. So I'm sure that you'll be okay. And all that. Sometimes so I'll go and cry in secret because I don't want to see him, to see me crying and carry my sorrow. So I think those are the things I can remember. I think at the beginning I didn't understand. Au début, je n'ai pas compris, mais la plupart, la chose que j'ai faite, c'est que je l'ai encouragé lui pour qu'on s'est remis tous à Dieu. Comment gérer un mari qui est sous influence démoniaque? How to manage a um, husband under demoniac influence? Pray for him. Pray for him. First Peter three. 1 Peter three. 
says that if we marry husbands who don't believe, they will be won by the way we conduct ourselves or the way we behave. The Bible says they may not obey the word, but they may through your conduct be converted. Pray for him and leave him to God. Don't make him your project. No human being should be your project. You are not a personal Holy Ghost. You cannot change people as the Holy Spirit does. So just leave it to the Holy Ghost. And you pray for grace to walk in love towards a demon-possessed man. And God knows how to dislodge the demons. But don't come and say you. From the prayer meeting I came, I've said that you are a very demonic man. Somebody told me, she told her husband, many women have been sent to mental hospital because of men. I want you to understand that me, that I'm standing here, you, I will never give you the privilege of sending me to the mental hospital. You that you are sitting here. I said, oh, but had he done anything for you to say that? She said, oh, it was ever a very powerful prayer meeting. I have to tell him. But you can say that to God in your closet. Frank talk with God hurts nobody. Frank, franchement. Franchement, parler Frank à Dieu aide beaucoup. Aide beaucoup. Doesn't hurt anybody. Ne blesse personne. Hey, que faire pour reconnaître un bon prétendant? Those who pretend. How to know a good pre pretender? Il faut lire uh, le livre de, de l'évêque. You must read Evex books, Bishop's books. She's saying, how do you, how do you recognize a good pretender? Or how do you detect? Comment détecter? Huh? Que faire pour reconnaître? Ah, to, to meet a good pretender. Rencontrer? Pretender is married man. Really, it's pretender. Oh, okay. So, what do you do to meet a good suitor? How do you do to meet it's a whole message of how to be found, how to be marriageable. All the messages are out. How, how before you say I do seven realities of marriage, you understand your marriage vows. Okay. So please, you have to. S'il vous plaît, écoutez ces messages. But I think that Mais je pense que as you go about your life, concernant ta vie, God will send people to you. Dieu t'enverra des gens. But some of us we chase men away. Mais nous nous by the way hommes, we are. Par les dont nous I have a message for you. J'ai un message pour 25 toi. reasons why some women may never get married. Pour les femmes so get that message also. Il faut aussi écouter ce message. How do you train yourself to love your spouse back after his unfaithfulness? The Bible says you can live your marriage on grounds of infidelity. But if you decide to stay, then you must be merciful. The Bible says blessed are the merciful. To be merciful means not to give the person the punishment he deserves. 
The Bible says mercy triumphs over judgment. La Bible dit la miséricorde triomphe du jugement. So the judgment is that he has misbehaved. Le jugement c'est qu'il s'est mal comporté. But mercy comes and jumps over the judgment. Mais la miséricorde vient se mettre au-dessus du jugement. And that mercy it cannot be received except you give it. Et cette miséricorde ne peut pas être reçue à moins the que Bible tu la donnes. The Bible says blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. La Bible dit béni sont les miséricordieux car ils obtiendront la miséricorde. Everything I find difficult I ask God for grace to do it. Tout ce que je trouve difficile, je demande à Dieu la grâce de le faire. Mais j'obéis pas en suivant mes émotions, mais inspiré par même au-delà de mes émotions. So first of all, the emotions may not follow, but behave as if he has not sinned before. Premièrement, l'émotion ne doit pas surabonder, mais comporte comme s'il n'a jamais péché. And I, I believe that the emotions will follow. Et je pense que les émotions vont suivre. That's why they are called emotions because they move. C'est ça qu'on appelle émotion parce qu'il bouge. Amen. Amen. Please, moi, mam, dites-moi comment vivre avec un homme appartenant au cercle exotique. What does exotique mean? Mystics. Occultic. Uh. Tell me how to live with an occultic man. Si après des après des années de mariage, on se rend compte de cette situation. Doit-on se séparer de lui ou alors continuer? I have not seen the Bible say that you should divorce on these grounds. Je n'ai jamais vu la Bible dire que tu dois divorcer So I can't say you should divorce on those Je ne peux pas te demander de divorcer. But the Bible says you and your household you will be saved. Mais la Bible dit toi et ta maison vous serez sauvés. So pray for his salvation. Alors prie pour son salut. And walk in love. Et travaille assez. God is able to save him. Dieu a mesure de le sauver. Amen. Amen. There are men like that who have given their lives to Christ. Il y a des hommes comme ça qui donnent leur vie à Christ. What does it take to be a woman of good understanding like Abigail, to Comment? be able to survive in a difficult marriage? Qu'est-ce que ça demande pour être une femme comme Abigail qui survit dans un mariage difficile? What are the strategies for an Abigail to deal with a foolish husband like Nabal? Quelle est la stratégie pour qu'une Abigail euh, se comporte bien avec un mari stupide comme Il y a ce qu'on appelle la, la sagesse divine. Because the Bible says she was a woman of good understanding. Parce que la Bible dit qu'elle était une femme de bonne compréhension. You have to get the message because I cannot teach you everything in this. Il faut acheter les messages parce que je ne peux pas tout vous enseigner ici. But one thing is, Abigail didn't hide her problem. When she went to David, she said, "I'm married to a fool because his name is Nabal." Et une chose, c'est qu'Abigail n'a pas caché son problème. Elle allait dire à David, il pouvait même supplier son nom, c'est Nabal. Said, Let the sin of Nabal be upon me. Every punishment you are going to give to Nabal, give it to me. That is the role of the intercessor who stands in and intercedes for the person. Elle a dit à David, tout ce que Nabal a fait, c'est péché, mets-le sur moi. C'est le rôle d'une intercesseuse qui prie toujours. She also knew the times toujours. when she should be quiet and the times when she should speak. Elle sait quand c'est bien et quand parler. She didn't go to the room to quarrel. She just found a way to remedy the situation. It was when she came later that Quand she elle told elle... Nabal where she had been. Plus tard, elle a dit à Nabal où elle était. When she went to David, she Quand... exhibited great humility. You need humility to be a wise woman. And she used a lot of negotiation skills to get de... David not to kill. Beaucoup so at the end, David said to her, blessed be thy advice. Et David lui a dit que tes conseils soient bénis. So when you are in a difficult marriage, you need wisdom to maneuver. 
You need wisdom in your finances. When you know that the person has three other families, he's using your money to look after. You need Abigailism, wisdom, to know how to maneuver. And still be a Christian. So I think I've said some. So go and listen to the rest. Please, ma'am, what did you mean or intend to say when you made the statement, marriage may take love, but it takes more than love? Qu'est-ce que tu entends quand tu dis le mariage peut avoir besoin d'amour? love is emotion. Yes, it's love. Ce qu'on appelle l'amour, c'est But love, when it goes through so many things, can wane, it can fade, it can. And marriage will go through different seasons. So marriage is going to take more than that emotional thing you call love. Et le mariage va dans plusieurs saisons. Marriage is going to take divine love. I hope I've answered your question. What should I do about a husband? The husband issues are a lot. What should I do about a husband who is always arguing, even when he's obviously wrong? Leave him to think he's right. Sometimes eh, you don't have to stress yourself. Why do you have such a strong desire to be right? I don't care. You feel you are right. I know you are wrong. It's okay. Feel you are right. It's okay. It's not an issue. Or is it a temperament thing? So you are coming to again. It was, it was green. It wasn't green. It was, oh. By the first sentence, no, I'm tired, oh. I'm not coming to argue. It's not green. It was white. It was, if it doesn't make any difference in my life, you can think that it's green. I don't care. So allow him to, allow him to think he's right. If it's not going to cause problems. But if he's not right also, and it needs to be corrected. This is a lesson I learned much later in my life. Do not try to communicate that in the same conversation. It doesn't work. Just listen, it was green. And when I went, I saw it. Okay. But don't say okay as if you are tired. Okay. Just say okay. Then later in another conversation. Après dans une autre conversation. The last time you were saying that this thing was green, eh? Tu vas dire, hey, l'autre que c'était vert. When I went and I took it out, it was actually white. Quand je suis allé penser absolument blanc. When the, when the lights fall on the color, it gives another whatever. So it was actually white. But you saw it as green. The men don't like to feel defeated. So if you feel that you have won, it's okay. Heaven knows the truth. Amen. Amen. We argue foolishly over things that won't take us anywhere. The Bible says, do all things without memories and disputings, disputings, arguments. A lot of them are not necessary. And sometimes, you know, the other party, even you, sometimes you are very strong. I was there. Is this then? When you see that, uh, a very soft, uh, just leave it. And please, do not go and say, I told you so. It's in the marriage manual. What should I do about a husband who is always, uh, okay. Secondly, is it submissive to go ahead and implement ideas without discussing? Because he will argue and waste valuable time and may get angry anyway when it's implemented without his consent. Et comment est-ce qu'il faut faire quand il faut prendre une décision? Est-ce qu'on doit passer le temps à argumenter ou à perdre le temps inutile? Je vais m'énerver. Forgive. Your argument issue is not easy. 
So you are saying that he will be angry anyway. So whether you do it with permission or without permission, he gets angry. But I think your aim is to please God. And not to please any man. But I think also that sometimes we ask unnecessary questions. You have a bag. This is the bag you want to hold to wherever you are going. Then you come and ask, oh, what do you think? Should I hold this bag? You are bringing problems. Some questions are unnecessary. The person has not thought about it. Take the bag you want to take and go. As opposed to some very important things that you need his input as your head. That's why when you are choosing your head, choose your head wisely. Because once the head is spoiled, all the neck, the hand, they walk in foolish places. And also, I hope you know about temperament. The way you say your husband argues, and he sounds choleric to me. And cholerics want to have their way no matter... Eh. When you read the book, they want to have their way no matter what. So if it doesn't hurt, let him have his way. You don't lose anything. Have your way, this is your house. Amen. Amen. What does it take to be a successful spiritual woman? Draw nigh to God. He will draw nigh to you. Trust, obey. God will bring you. If you have the desire to be close to him, if you draw nigh to him, he will also draw nigh to you. And follow the instructions in the word and from your pastors. If they say, we are having a prayer meeting. Don't say, I'm first lady, so I don't come. You may scream. Sometimes when people see me, say, hey, you come for every meeting. How come? Ah, but I'm also a Christian. I'm also saved by grace. And I also need help. So I don't understand why they are surprised to see me. That's why the meeting is beneath me. There's nothing like that. So... Draw near to God. God will also draw near to you. When the church is having spiritual programs, throw yourself into it. Just like you have time for foolish things, decide to have time for spiritual things. And the Lord will help you. Amen. Amen. The church has so many programs that are geared at making you grow strong. So many. So do the same. And you will be blessed. How do you know if it's time for you to do God's work. Comment savoir s'il est temps pour toi de faire l'œuvre de Dieu? The Bible says. La Bible dit. The time is now. Today, if you hear His voice, harden not your heart. N'endurcis pas ton cœur. He said, "The night cometh when no man can work." Il dit la nuit vient où aucun homme ne peut travailler. God needs you now. Maintenant, il faut le faire. Not when you finish school. Pas quand tu finis l'école. When you finish your course. What if God calls you home? What are you going to say when you get to heaven? Oh God, I was reading my course. I was doing this. I know. The time is now. Please, if I'm, I'm a lady, but please, if I'm really somewhere, for instance, I'm naturally snobbish. How, what do I do to change? Become a sheep of God that God can lead you. And if the Holy Spirit says, do not be proud. Come down. Say, Lord, anything you say and come down. But don't say I'm snobbish by nature. Your, your human nature is supposed to die. 
And the spiritual nature is supposed to be resurrected. Amen. And by the way, what's your snobby based on? Eh? Everything you have will pass away. Everything. So please, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that he may lift you up. Amen. Amen. The Bible says pride goes before a fall. So if you know you are snobbish, change you. Because before you know, nobody can approach you to marry you. And you are, you can't marry yourself. So please, humility is the key. Bishop has written a book on humility. Get it. And obey it. The Bible says that the man is ahead. But why is it that everything about marriage is all about the woman? I think that as the head of the home, that the man is, he should have more responsibilities than us. Well, I didn't write the responsibilities of marriage. It's God who wrote it. And God made a helper for the, for the man. But the man also has a duty to love you as Christ loved the church. And to give himself to you as Christ gave himself to the church. And to nourish, cherish, and honor you according to Ephesians 5, 22 and 23. And to... Wash you with the water of the word and present you to himself, blameless. And to love you as he loves himself. So if he loves you, he will not enslave you and misuse you because he's working in divine love. God didn't cheat anybody. God didn't cheat anybody. Triche, he just gave different roles. And if we are all to obey our roles, marriages will work. Amen. Amen. How do you manage your spiritual issues of the church and marriage? What does it mean? Your spiritual issues of the church and marriage. You pray about it. Come and see your pastor. And see what next. Hi, Mama Adley, please. Je voudrais savoir si quand on something financièrement, I can't see the handwriting, on peut précolter ailleurs, par exemple, la famille, mariage, les enfants. Précolter is to harvest, oh? Harvest, yeah. So what does she mean? Je voudrais savoir si quand on sème financièrement, on peut récolter ailleurs. Uh, when I sow financially, can I, so, can I uh, reap it somewhere else? Yes. I don't know what you mean by that, but you're saying that when you sow a seed, can you reap the harvest in marriage, family life? You can. Hannah sowed a seed, and she got many more children back. Different people sowed different seeds, and they tell God their specific needs. And say, if you do this and this for me, I will do this and this and that. And then they do it. Somebody said, I'm going to war, Jephthah. If I win, the first thing that comes out of my house, I will give it to you. He thought that the first thing would be his dog. But it was his daughter. And he sacrificed his daughter. Although God did not believe in human sacrifice, but they had mingled so much with the heathen around them that he sacrificed his daughter because that's what he had. So he was going to war. 
Il allait à la guerre, il a une semence, il a dit si je gagne. Anything that comes out of my house. Tout ce qui sort de ma so maison. Yes, you can sow. Tu peux semer. Tell God even specifically where, but I have come to see that even when you don't tell him, God's blessings they overtake you and you can never outgive God. Mais je sais que même si tu ne dis pas, ces bénédictions vont te dépasser. Photon prier, photon, is it four or peu? Photon prier pour avoir une descendante chrétienne à vie. Can you pray to have uh, Christian children all, all their lives? I think you can. Je pense que tu peux. Because the Bible says that Parce que la Bible dit que the generation of the righteous, it said that juste, I will bless your seed to a thousand generations. Dit, ta, that, that is why sometimes maybe some children may not even be behaving properly. But that promise and that seed that their parents sowed, it's just like the European countries. They brought Christianity. They built these big churches. They took the gospel everywhere. And so their descendants are benefiting from what they did. Although their descendants have turned away completely from God. But because the blessing is to a thousand generations and to your children's children, they are reaping something that they don't even know where it came from. I trust that God will help us. I'm done. God bless you. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Hewitt Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi, or meet her on Facebook at Reverend Mrs. Adelaide Hewitt Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.